Hey there, hi there, hello there Disney fans and welcome to another Disneyland Paris Itty Bitty News Show. I'm your host Lucy Rain. I'm Chris Fletcher. Hello children, I'm Hugh Rain. And now, Disneyland Paris News. Shanghai Disneyland will be reopening with limited capacity and social distancing measures from today, the 11th of May. Disney Springs, Florida will begin opening in phases from the 20th of May. Construction for Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel, is on hold, impacting the hotel's originally scheduled June 15th opening. Right, that's it. Mm. Not much this week, but big implications, because this is questionably a light at the end of the tunnel. The reason we've got some international parks news there is really we want to discuss um, how that impacts Paris and is this a roadmap to Paris opening? Will we be having the same situation, the same phasing? Um, I mean, so just go for it. Thoughts? Well, let's be honest. It's pretty exciting that Disney's reopening wherever it is, isn't it? We've, exactly. we've had a long time without it, so I'm uh, mm. I'm feeling pretty uh, pretty hyped. I've been watching some videos and stuff. It's good. Yeah. Well, let's just for anyone who hasn't been keeping up with it. If you haven't, what the heck are you doing with your time? Um, but let's just go through the measures that Shanghai are currently taking. They've they've got QR codes, um, advanced booking, mm-hmm. QR health codes, I should say. Um, you have to present official ID yeah. and advanced booking. That's to get into the park. Um, once you're there, they take your temperature mm-hmm. before you get to the turnstiles. That's a rectal uh, thermometer. No, it's not. It's one of those non <laughs> non contact non a non I think contact scan, rectal thermometer. It's <laughs> scan you like you're in an airport in a Star Wars movie or something. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Thermal imaging. Yeah. yeah, I believe so. Um, and then once in the park, there is basically this sticky tape everywhere. A lot of That's yellow it. tape. A lot of yellow tape. Um, in my opinion, very well done. And I was. I was quite distressed the first time I went to the supermarket after lockdown about six weeks ago. And I thought that it would look intimidating and scary and awful. But actually, it just looks quite logical. Yeah. And... No, I think, I think it makes yeah. a lot of sense. And they've, they've like they've boxed it so you can have groups together within the, the yellow boundaries mm. and things as well. So if you're a family, you can all stand together in one box and there's a gap between you and the next group and, and stuff. It, it's so it, sensible. Yeah, so it's reasonably flexible as well, mm. as in you, you you don't feel like you're, you know, in a prison marching in lines and stuff. You can still wander and mill around. There's just certain measures being taken in lines and things. You weren't too enthused, were you, Hugh? I was just, we were just watching a video about it and I said, at what point do you just say, is this worth going? Uh, well, you see, so I watched some of the footage of, of today and... Um, I get that some people feel that way and I can understand why some people might be thinking, well, if, if this is what the experience is going to be like in Paris, then I'm going to try and rebook. To me, I was thinking, well, usually there's over 80,000, around 80,000 people at Shanghai. At the moment, they're sticking to less than 24,000. So that's quarter capacity, mm. which means it's quiet. So, 
you know, they, they did a queue walk of, of um, parts of the Caribbean and it was just, there was nothing. The rides were five to ten minutes wait, which means they're getting things right because they must have, um, they'll have reduced capacity on things like the boats because of how it's working, but they're still getting through the the people and mm-hmm. things. So in terms of rides, in terms of experience, I don't think it's a, a massive blow. Having to watch well watch having to be there with with a mask on seeing all the cast members with masks on is a little bit intimidating or not not very nice but i don't know I, I, I think for me i just think well this is the real opportunity to go around the park when it's relatively quiet and and have see it a different you, way have you been out and about in a mask yet chris no are you doing that no no we're we're not if we're honest um i have debated i've seen various different news articles and videos that tell you very contradictory things and I have considered it because I want to do the right thing and then I'll read something else that says it doesn't make much difference and I'll think, oh, I won't then. Um, but that is compulsory yeah, unless yeah. you're eating meals. Um, and of all the things, that's the one that puts me off the most because of the discomfort. Um, yeah. The discomfort and also the dehumanizing aspect because so much of the disney experience is your interaction with cast members and the smiles and the you know and the banter as it were well, but you know that's the that's a lovely experience and i'm just worried that that will go i i agree with you but then so yesterday i watched the there was like a walkthrough press um uh well video things so they got all yeah. the press there and the guy was was walking around and showing exactly what happened at each stage of everything. And the cast members were interacting in just the same ways as they normally do, obviously not hands-on, um, and and uh, seemed to be enjoying things just as much as, as, as ever. And from what I've seen today as well, I think it's been very similar. I think it's a strange experience for everybody, but mm. I don't... I mean, it, in Britain, we'd just laugh it off and we'd be like, oh, this is so ridiculous, and, and kind of make yeah. light of it, and that's probably what they're doing as well I would think just sort of saying you know it's not an ideal situation but it is what it is well it, it did um it did look a lot more fun than I thought it would yeah I I was really you know in the the final installment of Harry Potter when Snape is headmaster and they're all trudging around <laughs> with their heads down in the rain I kind of thought it would be that version of Disney but it 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 looked a lot more Disney than I thought it would. And I thought, no, I could imagine doing that. Because just, I mean, I know you know this, and listeners probably do as well, we've got a, we have rebooked a May holiday to Florida mm. for August. So we are likely going to have to make this decision. And for the longest time, I thought the decision would be, will the parks be open? Will the flights be running? But now I think it's going to be, Will the parks be open? Will the flights be running? Do we want to go? Which I never thought would be an issue. Um, but it's really because of the Florida heat and the masks. Yeah, I mean, yours... Yeah, that's going to be hard work. We're struggling as an entire family. We're, we're not, like, hot climate people, are we? We're Vikings. <laughs> to, to, in August in Florida and to be wearing a mask. Mm. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. No, I get that. I mean, the, the other thing you have to take into account is, you know, it's, it's uh, been announced now that at some point they're going to introduce two-week quarantine when you get back. Can you afford mm. to take that that time away from your work and from, from your life? Well, that's when I said I thought the decision would be made for yeah. us. I think that'll be making the decision for us. If that's still in place in August, that's the decision made. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I always thought, if we can go, we'll be going, because we can. And if we can't, we won't be. Yeah. You know, it's people saying, oh, you're still going in August. And I'm like, well, it's not really our decision. 
I think bigger powers are making that decision whether or not we'll be going. But now I am beginning to to question it, to be honest. Um, but there is something in our favour in that as a family, we're very good at doing what we're told, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, because you know what? What's to stop me from just going to work? Well, no, well, mind you, not, well, everyone at work would know I'd been on holiday and they no. wouldn't be happy with me being there. But if I was just in like a small team of four people and they're all cool with it, would there be anything stopping me just going? No, I don't think there would. But what similarly, okay. what what's to stop you from working at home now? I mean, there's there's every possibility. You, you've been doing it now for weeks. You know, a lot of people are doing it. The, the flexibility to do that might be a bit more apparent from businesses, possibly in in the short but, term at least. But for me to say, right, I'm going on holiday, so I'm going to need to work from home for two weeks afterwards. They might not take kindly to that <laughs> with it just being a holiday that I could cancel. Um, to be fair, though, I mean. You're saying what would stop me just going to work. The, if the rule is still there, it's there for a reason. Yeah. We don't want to be the people coming back from abroad spreading coronavirus around Yorkshire. We just don't want to do that. So if that's the rule, that's the rule. We'll follow it. Um, I, I think the world will be very different in August, one way or another. I, but this is what we're doing. We're discussing these things to think what the future's like. Mm. Now, there's a cultural difference uh, we've said we're very good at doing what we're told, but I... Yeah, For starters, um, the culture of government control in China is different. So if they say um, it's compulsory to wear a face mask and if they say you have to su- supply a <clears throat> health code, it's very easy to enforce. Yeah. Now, I'm thinking Europe and America, particularly America, have got constitutional things written down we don't have anything written down aren't we lucky they've got a constitution that would stop a lot of those things happening you know personal information and track it you know so inevitably there's going to be differences in enforcement yeah of course just to do with culture i mean well look look at the queuing situation you know they're quite happy to do to do this spaced out queuing and manage that and i'm sure it'll work absolutely fine in disneyland paris but we all know we've been there and seen these experiences before, haven't we? And, and what some people are like when they're when they're desperate. I mean, we're seeing it at the moment in supermarkets as well. You know, we know that people, yeah. some people, are just not prepared to do it. Um, one thing that will be interesting though from a um, from that travelling quarantine kind of rule is what difference it'll make to the people who are going to be at Disneyland Paris once it does reopen you know if the quarantine rules are in place I know it's only been discussed as being airplanes um, at the moment but mm-hmm. if it's brought to to train travel to boat travel as well then anybody who wants to go for a four day trip to Disneyland Paris has got two weeks of, of quarantine to face when they come home and that's going to make a massive difference to uh, to that gigantic I mean I mean I reckon 95% of people would choose not to go on that four day holiday but what a time to be an annual pass holder who lives local to, to Disneyland Paris though because oh, well, you, yeah. you're going to get what a time to, to be yourself. alive <laughs> but I mean if the if you've got to book in advance your place in the park obviously <clears throat> we're presuming they're going to prioritise people who've got hotel packages mm. Um so they they will probably get automatically into those figures, um, but it, it's it's going to cut down. It, it's not. It's almost not like they need people to come because they're probably going to be at capacity every single day anyway. Yeah, yeah. If they're only allowing twenty five percent in, so Disneyland Paris really needn't concern themselves with that. No, I'm true. sure that they'll get to that that level most days. Um, it's 
it's uncertain, isn't it? it? It's interesting to think as well. Um, I hate to be the harbinger of doom with this stuff, but all the, the there's a lot of goodwill going on at the moment in terms of rebooking. You know, mm. they, they've extended the the rebooking to the fifteenth of July. Is it now? Yeah, you were saying before. So, um, so there's a lot of goodwill involved in that. But at some point, they're going to have to say, well, you know what? You can travel to come to to Disneyland Paris. There's no reason you can't do that. The 14 day quarantine isn't our issue. Um, so unfortunately yeah. <laughs> that's the situation. So um yeah. there's gonna be a lot of unhappy people, I think, in the potentially in the not too distant future when it does reopen and, and something needs to happen. Our with next Disneyland Paris thing we've got booked is the twenty ninth of November. We were gonna we were trying to um slot a couple of sneaky ones mm. in before then. That's clearly not happening. I think we can say that November will be our Disneyland Paris one now. Um, uh, I, don't, I just can't imagine. November is just so far. You know, it's six months. Yeah, but our annual passes that we're going to expire will still be valid. Yeah, that's something. <laughs> we don't have to buy another set of annual passes. Yeah. We, um, we've got um, three hundred and twenty-three days to go till we go to uh, to Disneyland Paris again. So hopefully, oh. come the end of March next year, it'll uh, yeah. sort things out a bit, or there'll at least be like a vaccine, so we can you know think about doing things like we yeah. used to again yeah yeah oh i was feeling really upbeat when we started talking about this and now i feel all miserable again <laughs> no 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 i i think i am overall i am upbeat um it is causing us a lot of personal stress this august holiday because yeah, we haven't booked flights yet because we haven't got money back from the cancelled flights mm-hmm. and and obviously nobody wants to book flights at the moment we just kind of want it settled um i am more upbeat about the experience i think if this was a disneyland paris holiday not a florida holiday uh, i'd be feeling really quite upbeat about it yeah um it's it's just it's going to be really interesting over the coming weeks to see how this pans out now the other thing i wanted to ask you is both shanghai and orlando have chosen to open their shopping dining area Mm. so disney springs is opening on the 20th um with limited capacity limited parking um mandatory face masks which i'm surprised about again because of um america and the freedom oh not because how do you eat your food with a mask on no they're allowed (laughs) to take it off to eat i believe i'll lift it up (laughs) they're just gonna have to aren't they um but yeah they've all open their shopping and dining districts before the parks. Now, can you see Disney Village opening before Disneyland Paris? Probably not. Is there much much point? (laughs) It's not a great deal there, is there? Well, that's my main point. There's nothing there to go to. I mean, from a shopping point of view, I could see them opening the shops just because the more shops they have open across everywhere, the easier it'll be to service everybody who's... uh, Who's, who's there because they're going to have, you know, limited capacity in each one of those, uh, in each one of the shops that, that they want to use. And, and oh God, I can't but make I words mean, work, can I? <laughs> I mean, before they open the parks, not when they open the parks, like the, they're opening it six weeks before they're opening. They opened it six weeks before they opened Shanghai Park. Yeah, I, I saw someone on Twitter the other day saying, is there any reason, you know, if we're allowed to open shops now, then the village might as well be open. Well, I kind of get that. Um, but but there's nobody there, so... Who's going to go? Yeah. Are there any locals who go to 
you know, the art of Disney. I mean, we when Just, I was over for work last year, we went to the village for tea one night. So people will still go, who are local, might go to like uh, Rainforest Planet Hollywood. Cafe or whatever. Yeah, Planet Hollywood. But mm. no, probably not. Not not much really to see, is there? Got to, I, got to Vapiano as if you're missing that fresh nappy smell. Yeah, go to McDonald's. Well, this is a thing as well. These third party ones might just open on their own, hmm. but I I can't see Paris doing that route because I can't see the point. No, <laughs> basically, of them being open six weeks without anybody in the hotels. That's my opinion. Agreed. Agreed. Right. Any more business, guys? No, I don't think so. I think I think uh, generally feel optimistic about it yeah. all, but but also in, incredibly hotel not opening doesn't really affect much, does it? No, except that the the cancelling bookings right up to October the thirty first. So it's not just an opening issue; the construction has had to stop. They might as well delay so it and open it with the. Um, with the stuff in the studio or something, do it all at the same time in one big thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering what the planning... I'm wondering if they're running out of money, I'm wondering what stage of construction they're at, but they're not ready to open, no, basically. No. So even if, you know, the park's open in July, they're still delaying it till at least the end of October. And if you think about like, so, the UK with with everyone going back to work now, they're going to have similar problems over there, which is they've still got a social distance whilst they're working, which means... Splitting shifts, having less people working on site at the time, which means things are going to take longer. So, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Okay, guys, that was our itty bitty news show. We do this every week. Is our main Disneyland Paris show next week? Uh, oh, I guess it probably will. We've got, they come round quick, don't they? They do. No, it's week Especially after next. It's week after there. next. All right, okay. We've got two weeks. So if you join us every Monday for our Itty Bitty News show, and uh, oh, we Tuesday this week, week, sorry. Tuesday, Tuesday this week, because we're recording week. it on a Monday, aren't we? Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week then. Bye. Bye. Good night, children. <laughs>